Welcome to the Copywriting Talk Podcast, where you'll discover how to use the superpowers of influence and persuasion in your business. Here's your host, the undisputed kingpin of copywriting, Robert Sean Pasco. Hey, hey, my friends, it's the RSP, Robert Sean Pasco, coming to you from cool and comfortable Tampa, Florida. Yeah, it's not bad at all today. It's February the 7th, high of around 70. Beautiful, beautiful. This is the time of year where I love living in Florida. Oh, but when the summer comes, I question why I am here, to be completely honest with you. But it's a beautiful day today and um, i'm actually getting ready for some fun this weekend uh, being the big kid that i am the wife and i and one of our friends are going to see monster jam at raymond james stadium just a couple miles down the road from me you know, if you remember those commercials from the 80s and 90s saturday 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 be there We'll sell you the whole seat, but you're only going to need the edge. Yeah, that's my kind of fun, man. Monster trucks, rock concerts, and pro wrestling. That's that's my, um, that's right there. It makes me a happy, happy dude, you know. And uh, in addition to copywriting, of course, being a uh, copywriting junkie in the business of copywriting for over seven years now, approaching eight years, And that's why I created this Copywriting Talk podcast, just to share some of what I've learned over the years. And of course, being the great marketer that I am, I don't know about great marketer, (laughs) but being a marketer, of course, another way to attract potential customers, potential clients into my sales funnel. And if you're listening to this right now and you're on the fence about needing to hire a professional copywriter to help you in your business i hope you'll take a listen to not just this episode but several of them hear what i have to say and then decide maybe if contacting me might be a good move for your business um it has been for many others and you know i'm i you know not this isn't just a tactic i'm saying this but i do rarely take new clients it has to be a really good match Um, very particular but I know there are always some diamonds in the rough out there that would be a a great match for me to work with so I hope that might be you and uh, if so hopefully we'll talk soon but for this episode of the copywriting talk podcast we are all about challenging the status quo we're going to deep dive into breaking the rules unconventional copywriting tactics that work okay so we're talking about how sometimes going against the grain is exactly what you need to do to set you apart in a crowded marketplace whatever your marketplace is most likely you have a lot of competition out there So let's explore this episode, how bending or even breaking some traditional copywriting rules can lead to unexpectedly great results. We'll get into it all right after this. Calling 
marketing is on life support then it's time to call the practitioner of persuasion robert sean pasco for an immediate infusion of profit pulling sales copy to kickstart the heart of your business you can even schedule a free consultation where dr pasco will diagnose exactly what's wrong with your marketing message visit worldclasscopywriting.com for the prescription you need for the success you desire Oh, and if the price is right, Dr. Pasco even makes house calls. Visit worldclasscopywriting.com right now. All right, and my friends, we are back. Copywriting Talk Podcast. And this episode where we are going to break the rules, baby. Breaking the rules, unconventional copywriting tactics that work. So think about the world of advertising and marketing. Now you know it's full of rules, guidelines, and best practices, but here's a secret. Often the most memorable campaigns, memorable, did I say that right? Memorable, memorable, there we go. It didn't sound right there for a second. You know what I'm trying to say. But sometimes the ones that do best are the ones that dare to be different. Now let's start with looking at long form sales letters. Now this is one of my specialties. You know, a lot of copywriters, especially when they first break into copywriting, are scared to death over writing a long form sales letter because, you know, it's it's a challenge, man. You know, if you've got to write, um, you know, several pages or whatever of copy and you've got to keep it interesting, you've got to keep it flowing, you know, sometimes it can be pretty difficult. And, you know, there's also this mindset going around today that, oh, well, you know, attention spans are so low, nobody's going to read a, a long, long sales letter. And I'm telling you, that's absolute crap. If it's a subject that your prospect is interested in, and you've made the headline compelling enough that you're bringing them into it and you're doing a great job telling a story, explaining the benefits, they absolutely will read every bit of your sales letter. So the first part of quote unquote breaking the rules isn't really breaking a traditional rule because traditionally copywriters have always said, the more you tell, the more you sell. And I firmly, firmly believe that. But many people today say you've got to keep it short and otherwise you're going to lose people. But I'm telling you right now, now every product, every service is different. But if you're especially selling a really high value or high price product, or have a complex service that you're trying to explain, then a longer and more detailed sales letter can absolutely be a gold mine. Why? Because it gives you space to tell the full story behind your product or service. It allows you to really dive deep into the benefits that what you're selling will provide to your prospect. And it gives you room to address potential objections head on. 
ultimately, you want to know your prospect so well that you can foresee all of the objections that might pop into their heads while they're reading your copy so that you can go ahead and address them. Now, let's talk about CTAs, call to actions. Now we're conditioned to see and expect certain calls to action. But you know what, sometimes that repetition, man, that can be boring. And sometimes, even often, you know, if you're giving your prospect exactly what they're expecting to see, it can be a big turnoff because especially if the product or service that you're selling, you know, maybe reminds them of a product or service that they didn't have such a good experience with, if your call to action is super generic, then that could, you know, that could kill your sale right then and there. It could be, oh my God, I saw this before. This looks like just the, like the time that so-and-so sold me this and it was a bunch of crap. Um, try to do something a little bit offbeat with your CTAs. You know, try, take a leap of faith and be a little bit different, a little bit outrageous. You know, make it not just about clicking a button, but more about starting an adventure or taking the first step towards a better day, a better life, or whatever the big benefit is that your product or service is providing to them. Next, let's talk about humor. In many cases, sales copy sticks to the safe path. In fact, I've read in books that go back years and years and courses saying, never put try to be funny in your copy. You know, especially if you're talking about serious subjects. Now, I will agree, if you're talking about something like, uh, you know, uh, cancer or any type of life-threatening situation that people, maybe you're trying to sell, you know, <laughs> prepaid funeral packages or something, it's probably, humor's probably not the best, the best uh, approach. But often, injecting humor when it's appropriate can create a powerful connection with your audience. It can make your brand feel more human, more relatable. And in a world where people are literally bombarded with serious salesy messages, you know, a bit of humor can be a welcome change. Now, look, I'm not saying that, you know, you need to hire a clown or have a stupid jingle or, you know, some of the hokey stuff you see on, in traditional advertising that's just there to get a reaction and doesn't actually sell a product or service. See, I don't believe in that at all. That's brand ad advertising hogwash. I firmly believe in direct response advertising, direct response marketing, where you actually go for the kill, you go for the sale. But in that, in that uh, particular mindset, man, there's nothing wrong with throwing some humor in there if it's appropriate, if it can, you know what, shake some somebody out of their, you know, 
hypnotic state that they're in walking around in the world you know you, some often they need something to wake them up and say hey this is actually worth watching reading or listening to just be sure you know your audience and you know them well know what makes them tick and importantly know what will make them laugh because the last thing you want to do is you know to turn your audience off with a joke that just absolutely bombs okay now moving on to another rule to rethink is the ABS or ABC I don't know if you ever saw that that movie with Glenn Gary Glenn Ross I believe it was where it was always be closing always be closing well in copywriting and advertising it's always be selling and you know in most cases again I believe in direct response I believe in going for that going for that close getting the sale no doubt about it that's the ultimate objective as to why you're in business but sometimes instead of selling you need to start by helping okay sometimes the best way to sell is not to sell at least not in the traditional sense and you know what I'm gonna use this exactly what I'm doing right now as an example yeah I'm promoting my copywriting business through this podcast but it's not the the main objective is to sell every person listening to this to become a client of mine or to buy a product I'm honestly truly hoping to help as many people as I possibly can that are listening to this if you never become a client or customer of mine I hope that I've, I will provide something to you not just in this episode but in all of them that will improve your business and improve your life you know if you just get one nugget of wisdom from me from my experience that helps you out man that's that just you know I can't even tell you how thrilled that makes me to know that hey maybe I've done something to help another person and you know what that 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 those are the kind of things that get me through the day ultimately it's not just about making money and building some sort of business empire it's about helping as many people as I possibly can and so again what I'm trying to say is often instead of selling right out of the gate it's best to provide value first whether it's through informative content engaging stories or helpful tips when your audience sees you as a resource not as just somebody that's trying to sell them something it builds trust and trust my friends is a key a key ingredient in any successful sales recipe now what about design designing copywriting in marketing and advertising now here's an area or a set of rules that honestly is begging to be rewritten I mean who says your sales copy your you know your videos anything has to be confined to a certain format embrace multimedia you know use bold visuals even in a in a, a completely or almost completely text-based 
long form sales page, you know what, break that copy up. Use bold visuals, use interactive elements. I mean, augmented reality is becoming something easy to use, um, especially with the dawn of AI and how it's becoming so huge in every aspect of our lives. Learn how to use AI, not to do your thinking or writing or work for you, but to supplement that and to make every piece of content, every piece of sales copy, whatever you're doing, make it all that more powerful and effective. If you can, make your copy a sensory experience that captivates your audience. And here's another one for the digital age that we're in. What about breaking the SEO rulebook? Now sure, keywords are important, but just stuffing them into your copy can make it read like a robot wrote it. <laughs> or, you know, ChatGPT or other AI, which unfortunately many people are using maybe a little bit too much. But here's a rule to stick to, not just with SEO optimization, but again with using AI tools or anything like that. Write for humans first, okay? Write like a human, okay? If you're using AI to write your copy, rewrite it okay go back inject the human element into it okay because humans connect with other humans not with robots and software okay and it's the same thing with the search engines if you just stuff keywords into your you know your blog posts your articles first of all google is going to penalize you okay they don't like keyword stuffing as it's called and second, it's not going to read like a human and it just won't sound right to your readers. They might not be able to quite put their finger on what's wrong, but something is going to tell them, hey, this isn't right. This doesn't sound right. And you lose a chance of connecting with them and turning them into a customer. So engaging natural sounding copy will always trump keyword loaded jargon and now lastly let's talk about breaking the formality rule okay depending on your audience i personally believe in almost any market no matter who you're talking to that people connect more again with a conversational sometimes even slightly irreverent tone this can be incredibly effective again it's got to be based on your market and what you know about your customers or potential customers you need to know about how far you can stretch or break the being formal in your writing rule okay some markets are going to be much more open to a super casual, conversational style of writing, okay? Other markets aren't gonna react quite as well to that. But again, there's no reason to ever sound stiff in your writing, okay? You're a real person, so go ahead and inject some personality 
into everything you write, whether it's a long form sales page, a landing page, an email, social media, especially a video, you know, package, uh, video sales, or whatever it is. Please, please, please be a human first in your writing. Write for other humans and use your own unique personality in your writing. And if you're a copywriter reading this and you're not writing for yourself, but you're writing for someone else, get to know the person's personality that you're writing for. That way, when you're doing that writing as them, you can inject some of their real personality into that writing. It is so important, and I promise you the effectiveness that you will see as a result to doing this will go miles and miles above just about any other tactic or principle in copywriting. All right, my friends. Again, rule breaking in copywriting isn't about being reckless. It's about being aware of the rules and then strategically choosing when to follow them and when to forge your own path. It all comes down to creativity, understanding your audience, and sometimes just going with your gut. This is Robert Sean Pasco. You've been listening to the Copywriting Talk podcast. Be sure to check out worldclasscopywriting.com for more about my copywriting services. And if you want to up your headline game and your marketing game altogether, head on over to howtowriteheadlines.com. Get my free ebook, Seven Figure Headline Writing Secrets Revealed. It is a fun, short, but powerful read, okay, where I literally show everything. I reveal it all about writing powerful headlines. Until next time, keep pushing the boundaries and keep your copy fresh and exciting. You've been listening to the Copywriting Talk Podcast with Robert Sean Pasco. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast fix so you'll never miss a single episode. Until next time, here's to putting the superpowers of influence and persuasion to work in your business.